This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome to Spark My Muse, my friends. This is Lisa Colon-Delay, your host, and today is Soul School Lesson 294. Today I was surprised by an article from my friend Jasmine Bellamy. She had mentioned to me a little while ago that she was going to be quoting from my book in her upcoming article, which came out January 25th, and I really wanted to share it with you because it is beautifully written, and it really gets down to some important things that often get overlooked in leadership and business, things that hiring managers might look for or what we might look for in a candidate for a position, whether in ministry or in business. And so I wanted to bring that to you today. As I usually do, I will highlight the person I'm featuring with links to their work, what they're up to, how to find them, in the show notes for this episode and at sparkmymuse.com for this lesson, Soul School Lesson 294. Please follow up with what Jasmine is up to. This article is written for Fuller Dupree Center for the Dupree Journal Marketplace Leaders. It's entitled, The Inner Life of Leadership. What Makes a Good Leader? Any search on the web will return a laundry list of qualities and characteristics of leadership. In the early years of my career, my employer believed that soft skills like communication and technical skills like financial management were key. They gave me a quarterly developmental roadmap to chart my growth. This was a useful guide to pinpoint, you are here and this is where you need to go. The goal was to demonstrate proficiency, consistency, mastery, and readiness to move to the next level of leadership. However, I discovered that my leadership development plan was missing something crucial. 25 years later, as I reflect on my professional journey, I can see that the cultivation of my inner life and spiritual growth has been a catalyst for my transformation from a strong manager of people into a loving leader but sadly no one mentions this inner work, in my performance reviews. Esther Perel, 
psychotherapist and host of the podcast, How's Work, has said, when my inner world is not stable, it's more challenging to provide stability for the people I work with. Inner work is a vital aspect of our leadership. If our inner life is that influential, what roadmap do we have to build our emotional capacity to cultivate the well-being of the people we lead? What kind of difference can Christian marketplace leaders actually make? In a 1952 lecture, theologian Howard Thurman offered an exposition on the inner life and its corresponding outer life with Psalm 19:14 as his centering scripture. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. The words of my mouth represent the outer external life and the meditations of my heart, the inner. He characterized the inner life as spiritually minded and thoughtful and the outer life as external and practical. Thurman pointed out that Greek influences created a dichotomy, causing us to split our allegiance and make a sharp distinction between the outer and the inner whereas scripture allows us to hold them both together. Thurman asserts that the flow between these two worlds is the sacred pathway to becoming integrated and whole, which holds the power to transform our lives, society, and the social order as well. Thurman describes a symbiotic relationship between the two. Quote, the inner consistently and persistently informs the outer so as to refine the meaning of the outer. But it is also true that the outer can persistently and consistently inform the inner. As market leaders externally focused practical people, we must also cultivate robust inner lives, or we risk conforming to our context, the cultural norms, values, and behaviors of capitalism. But when we center down into the spirit, we become partners in the transcendent vitality that connects us with other human beings and we begin functioning, quote, by a blueprint that is eternal, unquote. Thurman dares us to believe in the possibility of this enduring roadmap, otherwise we, quote, run the risk of missing out on perhaps the most tremendous thing in human life, unquote. This is the Christian difference for marketplace leaders. Bringing together the outer and the inner is not for the faint of heart. It takes work. In their forthcoming book, Life in Flux, Navigational Skills to Guide and Ground You in an Ever-Changing World, Dr. Michaela O'Donnell and Lisa Slayton offer this definition. Inner work, the work we undertake over time to become more wholly the person we're uniquely intended to be. It's a process of waking up, letting go, getting to really know ourselves, and discerning what is ours to do. It takes time and practice to develop this kind of internal navigational system, and it requires us to check assumptions and learn new ways of being. Yet we resist doing the inner work. We would rather stay asleep and avoid the darkness in us. But delusion does not produce spiritual maturity or healthy leaders. As Lisa Colon-Delay asserts in The Wildland Within, navigating the terrain of the inner world produces healing and is the pathway to cultivating wholeness through spiritual practice. In confronting our shadows, the result of darkness placed in the pathway of light, we discover our frailties which make us human. As I became self-compassionate with my own frailties, 
my capacity to be compassionate for the frailties of my team increased. This tamed my arrogance, increased my gratitude, and cultivated patience and grace, which ultimately shaped me into a better leader. What I've learned from doing the inner work. Here are three things I learned from doing my inner work. Inner work begins with introspection. In other words, the inward journey of self-analysis of our own mental and emotional state. It is the beautiful, sacred, and sometimes harrowing journey of knowing oneself beyond our neurosis, where self-acceptance, self-compassion, and grace meet. When done in earnest, we become conscious and aware of our strengths and frailties, cultivate humility, and through discernment begin to sift away the vestiges of the false self. Introspection is not done alone. We have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to help us. Introspection is marked by surrender, an intentional shift from self-reliance to God-reliance, and trust in God's handiwork in us. Two, inner work is about integration. Beyond the dichotomy, inner work is an invitation to lead from our true selves. But this journey to becoming our full, authentic selves is not a solo mission. While we must commit to our own inner work, God gifts us with people and relationships as an important part of the revelatory process of seeing our blind spots. Inner work, paradoxically, is not a self-serving agenda. It employs interdependence and is a praxis for healthy communal life for the sake of others without forsaking oneself. Lastly, inner work primes managers to become illuminators. Being more conscious and aware has enabled me to see myself and others more clearly. In How to Know a Person, David Brooks defines illumination as a gaze and the quality of attention put out in the world, a posture of presence, respect, and reverence, and an identification with the transcendent spark inside others. Illuminators are characterized by tenderness, inner dignity, receptiveness, openness, curiosity, affection, generosity of spirit, and a holistic view of people where one sees the face of God in others and endeavors to see them with Jesus' eyes. Inner work makes illumination accessible. May it be our intention to commit to the work of cultivating our inner life. Through introspection, and integration, may we heal and become whole so we show up as effective and stable guides for others. May we become illuminators who see the spark of the divine in every person and co-creators in the beautiful work of transcendence. May our inner light be what distinguishes us as leaders in the marketplace. And that was Jasmine Bellamy for the Dupree Center at Fuller. I highly recommend Jasmine's work in Love 101 Ministries you can gain from her wisdom and those that she speaks with and converses with on her monthly program. There is so much there. And as a personal message, Jasmine, if you're listening to this, I am really indebted to you for your wisdom and for the accompaniment we've had with each other as we journey. It's truly a blessing from God, and I look forward to many more days ahead of mutual accompaniment. Thank you so much for your work and for your life. Friends, thank you for listening today. Please go to sparkmymuse.com, see what else is there for this episode and for others. 
make sure you go to part two, which is at sparkmymuse.substack.com. There's always a part two for every single episode. When you subscribe there or at patreon.com, as a financial supporter, you get some extras no one else does, some inside peeks, but also some of my personal reflections and some extras that don't go out to the general public. By this, you help me pay the bills to keep this program going, and that makes all the difference. To all those who've come on this year and last year, for all those who've been supporting all along the way, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. Until next time, I wish you blessing and peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.